Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, welcome into the Open Championship edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thank you for joining us and thank you for accessing the show on one of our affiliate radio stations on Sirius XM, iHeartRadio, or any of your favorite podcaster sites. Just search Real Golf Radio, Golf Radio, or Real Golf. In fact, our Twitter handle is at Real Golf. Love for you to join the conversation. Give us a follow and uh, let us know what you think and uh, any comments this weekend as we watch how this Open Championship plays out uh it is uh an early saturday morning and uh the play is underway and we're excited to see how this all shapes up but let's go uh real quick oh and by the way let me let me go ahead and announce our our lineup today we got jeff babineau our good friend uh longtime veteran golf journalist will join us america's favorite caddy will stop by as well and then a really fun segment coming up on the back nine where we're going to welcome in our good friend james peacock known as captain James Peacock, who ran the BBC BBC golf broadcast for many a year. He's a longtime rugby player, coach. He's now coaching uh, Manchester College, I believe, university uh, uh, team there and working with some of the um, professional clubs as well over there in England, but always a good handle on sport and uh, the Open Championship, and we're going to check in with him from a cultural standpoint, having a fun, spirited conversation with our good buddy James Peacock coming up on the back nine. But, Bob, the weather is not looking like a proper, if you will, Open Championship, but what a leaderboard, huh? Yeah, it's a great leaderboard. You know, the, this weather reminds me of the weather when we went in 2005 to the old course, and remember how warm it was that week? I mean, the Old Course Hotel does not have air conditioning in it, and everybody was complaining that was staying in the Old Course Hotel. <laughs> so, but I, but I think it's awesome. Um, the only thing that I'm missing is the wind. I wish there was more wind because that would keep the scores down, and hopefully that might come out a little bit uh, the latter part of the week. But the course is starting to play fast, and it is prime for great scoring, and that's why we're seeing uh, 11 under leading. Well, 11 under is 
129, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Is that right? Which Ties is the open court championship record. Yeah, it's a new record there. So Louis Oosthuizen picking up where he left off. And Bob, it looks like Louis is all business. He's not interested in uh, being a runner-up again. No, nope. a uh, man who hoisted the Claret Jug at St Andrews back in 2010, looking for his second go-round as champion golfer of the year. But Colin Morikawa, Jordan Speed, Dustin Johnson, and more are all right there on his heels. We'll get into it coming up next. Thanks for joining us right here on an Open Championship edition of Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. 
All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio, brought to you by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft family of golf balls. Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X, and Chrome Soft XLS, my personal favorite. Check them out if you haven't done so. The ball that changed the ball. There's a reason, uh, and you need to check it out. Um, Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X and XLS from Callaway. Uh, we appreciate you being with us here. Again, hit us up on Twitter, at Real Golf. Bob, there's so much to unpack here. Uh, let's just begin with mm-hmm. the leaderboard. I think that's where we have to go. Louis Oosthuizen with, um, you know, opening round of 64 and then comes back with 65. He's 11 under par. He, he went birdie, birdie, yep. eagle there in that second round with, well, you know, four under through a three-hole stretch. He, he seems dialed in. He's just got such a great swing. We talked about this at Torrey Pines a month ago, how a guy with that kind of talent doesn't has never won in the United States and has just the one major championship is beyond me. But here he is putting himself in position again. Yeah. Clearly he's in form, and we know he can compete down the stretch. While I would suggest that this golf course is quirkier than the and, and probably do, it would offer more crazy bounces and such than Torrey Pines, I'm not so sure in the current conditions, based on what he had on the weekend at Torrey Pines, this one might be even a little more benign with the wind expected to be down. So, you know, look, look, look out for Louie. He's going to be tough to beat. Well, and the other thing that transpired in the second round is a lot of guys that were at even and one over par made a huge move by being able to shoot some some pretty good scores and move back up into the mix. But as you were talking about Louie, um, it just seems like every time he takes the driver back and hits a shot and there everybody's saying, well, there's got to watch out. There's fairways down both sides of here and there's trouble here and there's trouble here. He hits a stinking laser right down the middle of the fairway. It's fun to watch because he is really, really swinging well. Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, Jordan Spieth is the most recent first-round leader to go on to win mm-hmm. the Open Championship. He did it back in 2017. But uh, there is a very small number of players who have actually taken the opening lead at the Open Championship and turned it into um, a Claret Jug. And I think that's because typically you have some surprised people that just jump out quick. And you've got this leaderboard of names you've never really heard of. And this year's not the mm-hmm. case. I mean, you've got the marquee guys. A lot of the guys we talked about coming into this. I mean, Bob, going back to our previous show last week, we're talking about Louie. We're talking about Rom. We're talking about Xander and Spieth and Rory and Brooks. And, yeah. you know, look, man, there's there's Spieth and Louie straight at the top. And um, didn't talk about Colin Morikawa, but, boy, did that's 64 in the second round. I mean, that anytime you shoot 64 in a major, you're making a move. Yeah, the thing about Colin Morikawa is he is such a consummate ball striker. He drives the ball well. He hits his irons well. Where he suffers a little bit is in his short game, um, his chipping, his putting. But when he puts average on a week, you got to watch out for him because that's how good of a ball striker he is. And so, I mean, uh, in the second round and in the highlights of his round, you saw shot after shot after shot that he got the ball pretty close to the hole. And and then he made some good ranged ones too, some of those mid-ranged ones as well. But I'll tell you what, when when you got to watch out for him because he's a really good ball striker. Let's talk about Jordan Spieth. The man has opened a major championship with a 65 or better three times now. He did it this week. Mm-hmm. He did it in 2017 at Burkdale when he went on to win. And he did it at the 2015 Masters where he won in record fashion. Mm-hmm. So 
history mm-hmm. would suggest that Jordan Spieth is in form and in position to pick up another major championship in his second Claret Jug, which is which is pretty great. You know, you talk about a major drought from 2017, but Rory um, Rory McIlroy has a huge drought going all the way back to 2014, and so uh, right. for Jordan to get back and get a win again this year on the PGA Tour, and to now be in position to pick up a major again this year. I mean, that's that's great news. And uh, I, I think I've said this as I've done radio interviews this week. The game of golf is better when players like Jordan Spieth are playing well and in contention. Just They're just entertaining and fun to yeah. watch. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, the thing about Jordan Spieth is in, in the times that he's played the Open Championship, um, he's never finished worse than 44th. He's made the cut seven out of seven times coming into this week, now eight out of eight. Um, and it almost always seems like it allows him to be creative when he gets there. Even though he may not be playing his best, um, it allows him to do the things that he does really, really well. Focus on focus on the game, not the swing. Focus on short shots. For, uh, focus on his putting. And uh, in, in after his second round, he was pleased with with what he shot uh, that three under par that he shot. Um, and he even said, he said, you know what? I really like where my game's at right now. I just need to make a few more putts. When when it's down to his putting because he feels good with his game, then you've got to watch out for him as well. Well, and he's making plenty of putts too. He did have a few that were just yeah. on the edge. He just slipped by that, you know, he had kind of a head scratcher stuff. But right. you know what he right. said? You know, he, he's always enjoyed Lynx golf. And he said it is a lot to do with growing up in Texas where you had high winds and mm-hmm. you played the ball down. Bob, who is the greatest open championship player from America? The greatest from America is Tom Watson, yeah, probably. Right. And or Tom, Jack Nicholas. Right. Yeah. And and Tom Watson, yeah. not from Texas, but from Kansas City. The wind tends to blow there a bit too. Right. And uh, you know, so yep. there, there there's a guy that that knows how to keep you know control his his ball striking. And I think there's a lot of similarities to the way Tom Watson went about his game and the way Jordan Spieth goes about his game. And so um yeah. really, yeah. really great to see Jordan back in the mix. All right, uh in a couple minutes before we have to take a break, Jeff Babineau will join us and we're gonna get his thoughts on this next story as well as the players and leaders. But Bryson DeChambeau really blew the doors off things on Thursday. Uh, you know, we, we've we've talked about the Brooks Bryson thing and whatever, but I guess maybe having been in this industry for over twenty years now and gotten to be good friends with a lot of the people uh, that, and it's a small it's a small tight knit community, regardless yeah. of what the brand is that you're working for. Uh, it's a small community and people move around. And when Bryson came out and said this driver sucks. And the face is not right for me. And I've been what I've been talking about for a long time. And essentially through Cobra and the team and our good buddy T.O. under the bus, essentially, I think I, I don't yep. think I was the only one that, that, that stood up and, and said, you know what, now, that, that's out of bounds. And Bryson, yeah. of course, uh, issued an apology and yada, 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 and said he was the one that played bad, not the equipment, wasn't the equipment's fault, whatever. But that that was I haven't heard that to that extent. That was really crushing and could have serious, you know, yeah. business uh, ramifications for a player of his um, profile to say something like that. Yeah, and and to a company that basically is paying him millions of dollars uh, to be one of the best players in the world and is doing and bending over backwards to continue to get him product that works well for him. Um, you know, I, I, some of the comments, uh, in the newspapers, uh, don't act like an eight year old, 
um, because that's kind of how it was, um, kind of throwing a fit, throwing a tantrum. But um, uh, I, I thought it was pretty tongue-in-cheek uh, hearing Brooks Kepka yesterday saying, I love my driver. Yeah, um, he didn't miss uh, the opportunity. I, I drove the ball really well. I love my driver. He said it in one of his – in his interview after his round. Um, it's – it's uh, you know that continues to go on and on, but I, I think it was it was very bad form for Bryson DeChambeau to uh, allow himself to um, to throw that out and and uh, open this whole kettle of fish with his manufacturer. Well, look, you have a bad round, you're frustrated. You know, your dad yep. always said have a repertoire of alibis, but you got to have a little bit of class too, and you don't throw your manu- exactly. you don't throw your manufacturer under the no. bus on one of the biggest stages in the game. All right, got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll see what Jeff Babineau has to say about that next. Thanks for joining us. Open Championship Edition of Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well... Take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Roos Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through 
through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at hoopsvision.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Time to welcome in our good friend, veteran golf journalist, Jeff Babineau, joining us right now. Hey, Babs. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing great, man. Appreciate you taking some time here on an Open Championship Week. This has got to be one of the first, you know, last year was canceled, obviously, but is this the first time you haven't gone across the pond in some time? Yeah, actually, I haven't been the last couple of years, and I miss it. I, I love that championship. Um, I love that, you know, it's it's light there at 4.30 in the morning and stays light till 10 at night this time of year. And uh, I love the venues and the atmosphere and just the, uh, you feel like the, uh, it's almost like being at Augusta, the fans are a little different. You know, they love their golf and they appreciate, you know, you don't have to hit it a foot to get, for people to appreciate it. it's a great shot. If you hit something out of the rough to yeah. 20, 25 feet, they realize it. So, yeah, there's a lot of elements I miss about it. So it's been a couple of years, and uh, but I've been enjoying watching this one on, on the old TV, that's for sure. So you've been to Sandwich before. That's kind of a quaint little town. Yes. It's tiny. Yeah, there wasn't much to do there. I I, I went when Ben Curtis won in 03, yep. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, well, I was out there on 18 watching Ben knock in a nine-foot putt basically to finish third and think, wow, what a great week for him. And uh, then everything crumbled behind him. And next thing you know, he had a Claret jug in his hands. It was <laughs> crazy. It was a crazy day. He was trying to, he went to the back of the range trying to hit some, we followed him out and he was trying to hit some sand wedges to stay loose. And he's, he's sculling a shot. I mean, he was you know frazzled and it was crazy, but uh, you know, a lot happened behind him that day. A lot of big names collapsed and, and he won the jug, but, you know, I, I guess it's grown on me a little bit watching Sandwich. I, I thought it was you know, Royal St. George's. I thought it was a little quirky, um, but it, it looks awesome uh, for this week. It just kind of lacks a little wind is all. Yeah, Jeff Babineau joining us. So it was interesting to hear the comments from their head greenkeeper. Uh, by the, I'm sure you saw that. I mean, wow, is that guy straight out of a '70s rock band or what? what, what oh yeah, that hair is awesome, man. <laughs> cult hero. God, was amazing. <laughs> but you know, he did say so. Bob and I were. I, I I would say we were fairly critical of St. George's. I, I have not necessarily yeah. enjoyed watching the golf when two players can hit a shot down the middle of the fairway. One of them bounces straight and is perfect, and one of them just takes a straight left bounce and goes you know, into the deep hay. To me, it just is like, what are we doing here? Um, but 
So there was, the comments were interesting. Not only is the golf course greener because of the rain they've had and such, a little softer, but they actually widened that second cut, the little shortcut of rough. So, and his comment was, we want to make sure if you hit the fairway, you're not going to end up in the deep stuff. If you're going to end up in the deep stuff, deep stuff, it's because you hit a bad shot, a wayward shot. Yeah. And, and I thought, you know what? There you go. Okay. And maybe I can actually like this golf course because I feel like they corrected the biggest error, um, that, that, that was in, at least in my mind, it's one thing to be humpy and rolly and bumpy, but you got to be able to hit your spot and have at least stay in somewhere you can play it from. Yeah. I mean, well, links, links golf along the ground is always going to be a bit of a lottery, right? I mean, you're going to get the bounces. You're going to, one ball is going to roll through the green and one ball is going to hit a bank just right and go up there five feet. Uh, you know, I watched mm-hmm. Dustin Johnson day hit one to about a foot. He hit it to a foot out of the heavy stuff. And that, I haven't seen a lot of guys, maybe Phil yesterday when he was out there shooting 80 um, was in the heavy stuff, but I haven't seen a lot of guys in the heavy stuff. And, and again, I think that goes back to the fact that we haven't had much wind. The thing about sandwich is you don't, it's not like an out and back type links. It's kind of all over the place. So you deal with a lot of crosswinds. And if you had, you know, 15, 20 mile an hour gusting winds out there, you'd have trouble finding some of those fairways. And I think it adds to the challenge and, and, you know, it, it, it identifies guy guys, but the, the one kind of asterisk you have to throw on this with so many guys out there shooting, you know, 64s and 65s. And I had to go into a, a tie for 53rd to find a guy who shot as high as 74 today. Uh, but the, the asterisk on it is it's a, it's an awesome leaderboard. So, you know, the, the yeah. best guys are still shining. So, you have to like that about. You know, the interesting thing is that that these guys, you really people don't really know how good professional golfers are, especially these guys, the guys that are the best in the world, the top 50 players in the world, whatever. Um, yet a golf course that is set up like it is there at Sandwich, um, a golf course that has that knee high uh, fescue grass, that kind of thing. Um a golf course like that with the setup that it has still held the guy that likes to bash it and bomb it as hard as you can to one over par and just making the cut. And is that something that need, we need to see more on the PGA Tour, some higher, deeper rough uh, out a little bit further away and allow the guys that hit the ball the best and the straightest to, uh, to, to still be able to maybe not hit it as far as he does but still be able to score? I don't know. I mean, I think the Lynx is a great equalizer because it's not it, the way it plays when it's, you know, it's not probably as firm as, and fast as they want it to be. It's a little lush, as mm-hmm. you say, but, but it, it's an equalizer and it let, lets these middle length guys compete a little better, right? I mean, I think a lot of these we see yeah. the, these guys are going to bomb it down as far as they can and, and still find ways to at least get balls up on the greens and make their pars and. Uh, you know, Bryson amazed us at Wingfoot, but people forget how good his short game was that week. Uh, it was incredible. Yeah. He putted the ball great. He he's kind of he's kind of tipped over the cliff in my mind a little bit with the length. I mean, he looks like he's Big Cat Williams out there in the long drive contest. Uh, there's got to be some control to it. You're not just going to get up there and smash everything you can 380 yards. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's been odd to watch Bryson. It's almost like he's gone too far with it and might want to dial the experiment back a little bit because, uh, you know, finding fairways and, and having enough length on this, on the, 
pretty firm fairways. He's certainly doing well for you know, Louis Ustays and Colin Morikawa and a lot of these other guys. Mm, no doubt about it. Jeff Babineau joining us, and uh, you brought up Bryce, and at least he did take the opportunity in the second round to hit a few irons off the tee. I think he improved his fairway percentage by 60%. I mean, there's just there, – power is always beneficial in, in the game, in, in any sport really, but you have to yeah. – you still have to play the game. You still have to play the, the shot that the, that the golf course is calling for. You can't just dismiss all of that. Because you can hit it far, so uh, that, that's that's the bigger frustration. And to, so, let me segue that into the comments he made about his driver and you know throwing uh, his manufacturer under the bus a little bit there. I mean, those are guys that we know, and I'm sure you do as well. Yeah, and sure, you know, it, yeah. to me, I mean, the Bryson and Brooks stuff, okay, that can be that's kind of cute and petty and whatever. But I mean, this was a real, you know. This one has real ramifications. When on the biggest stage in golf, to go out there and just kind of make a comment haphazardly like that and blame it all on your driver—that you know, guys, you know, the, the guys are making a living off that type of thing—that has major business consequences. I, I thought of all the weird things that I've heard Bryson say, uh, that one was the, the most out of bounds in my mind. What do you, what do you think? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, obviously he's frustrated. I mean, that's that's one part. I mean, there's no real cooling off period in golf. If we were covering the NBA Finals tonight in, in the locker room, the guys were ripping mad. Well, they're going to be in there for 10 minutes, cooling off a little before we're talking to them. In golf, you go pretty much straight up after signing your card and in front of questions, and he just wasn't very smart with it at all. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I know those guys, those Cobra guys, Ben Showman. I'm glad he put Bryson back mm-hmm. in his place because I'm not sure yep. there's a group that that works harder trying to dial in one single outlier guy than that group. I mean, that guy is a freak, right? And he's swinging at speeds that no one else out there is. And those guys have to try to dial that in and figure it out. And, yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't all the uh, the arrows yesterday. It was a lot of the Indian uh, that was shooting those arrows. And, and sure. um, he, I'm glad he did walk it back and apologize because, once he got away from it all, he has to realize, man, I, I did throw those guys under the bus. And, boy, there's a lot of guys that work awful hard to make me, you know, into a champion that they're helping make him into be. It's a big part of Bryson is what he's swinging out there in his equipment. And, yeah, to throw those guys under the bus has made no sense at all. Yeah, that was, uh, so, uh, that was tough. Go ahead, Bob. Yep. Your thoughts about the leaderboard? Um, you know, Louis right there again for the third major in a row this year. Colin Morikawa, Spieth, Dylan Fratelli, Justin, uh, Dustin Johnson had a great uh, second round as well. And you've got Kepka and, and Rom and Tony Fino. All those guys are all yeah. pushing up the leaderboard. This is going to be a pretty exciting weekend. It's an awesome leaderboard. It really is. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's- I mean, the one thing I, I just wish there was a little more two-way traffic, right? I mean, I, I got you. Got to look around here really hard to find someone that made a double bogey out there. They're just not yeah. out there. It's it's you know, I you, know, you we've all been we've been to St Andrews, right? And there are days when that wind's whipping. I was there a day they couldn't play because the wind was blowing so hard. And on a day yeah. when there's very little wind at all, next to no wind, you kind of think, what's going to keep one of these guys from shooting fifty-eight today? You know, or I mean, there's drivable par fours out there. What, what's going to hold these guys? And um, so we're not seeing a lot of two-way traffic. I mean, you know, uh, Shane Lowry shot 65 today, and you hardly move up the board a whole lot. And uh, mm-hmm. so I, I just I just hope the wind kicks up a little so we see a little bit of a little more challenge and 
uh, making these guys kind of separate themselves. Right now, it's it's just slam on the gas and make as many birdies as you can. And, you know, with these guys, I mean, they're not going to let up. They're just going to keep hammering and, and making red scores out there until they uh, they get challenged to do something else. Well, I guess he Babs. He's more of a defensive guy. He's not really a you know all like offensive play guy. Defense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you know we, we want to root for the defensive ends and linebackers in there as well. It's not all about yeah. the quarterback, right? Yeah. So you said you didn't want to see the inside out umbrellas. I I want to see at least a day of that every British Open or well, Open Championship. Well, you know. Yeah. Of the next two, you're only going to see twelve to seven to twelve miles an hour, and Saturday's the day that's twelve. Yeah, and and then Sunday's yeah. like almost dead calm, so it's going to be a shootout yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, but it's funny. I mean, the first the first Open Championship I ever went to was '96 when Tom Lehman won at Lytham, and I packed my turtlenecks and my uh, coats and long pants, no shorts, all this stuff, and it was. 75 and sunny with no breeze every day. <laughs> and uh, I was I was sweating out there. And then on Monday we played, and it blew 40 miles an hour, and the course was impossible. So <laughs> uh, I, I, like the, uh, I like the flavor of the Open Championship. I like the elements of the Open Championship. You know, a buddy and I were debating today, he said you might get tougher weather these days at, at the Masters than you get at some of these Opens. So, um you know, it's like I said, it's a great leaderboard. I I'm really enjoying watching the the golf, but it's a, it's a birdie fest, and um, you know, maybe we'll get a great shootout. We'll see how it pans out on the weekend. But uh, I I always like to see a little more two way traffic. Hey Babs, before we let you go, I thought the tribute uh, during the second round to Peter Alice was very touching. Mm-hmm. I I found myself, you know, but uh, getting a little emotional. Um, but yeah. maybe your thoughts. I mean, you, I'm sure you were around him uh, a lot more than 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 we were. But I always looked forward to ABC at the back in the day turning turning a couple hours over to just uh, Peter Alice. It was that was a tradition I'm going to miss for sure. Uh, what a legend, huh? Yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, that, that's the thing. That championship has so many traditions. Uh, you saw you saw Darren Clark walk off today, emotional mm-hmm. on eighteen. I mean, he won't play another open at Sandwich, so that's where he won in eleven. And uh, and the, the Peter Alice tribute was terrific. You know, they they focused in on that family in the stands, mm-hmm. and without yeah. knowing at, at the front end that that was his wife and I'm guessing son and, and grand grandchildren there uh so yeah i was touching and he just he, he's one of those things like like ivor robson for years uh starting up first tee you know with that weird uh voice of his that distinct voice of his it's just one more thing that adds a little bit of flavor to this place and it's um it's just a such a cool championship such a such a great tradition i'm glad that they celebrate those things yeah well, uh, next on the tee from USA, Jeff Babineau. <laughs> Boo weekly. <laughs> yeah, we do miss that a little bit, and I'm glad the new guy didn't try to match it because you just sometimes right. you just gotta let be, right? So you're yeah. right. Yeah, good no stuff. Doubt. Hey, Jeff, thanks for taking the time, man. Enjoy the weekend of the Open Championship, right. and uh, we'll catch up to you again. Well, who are you picking? Oh man, I you know what. I kind of like the stat of I, – I, I mean, I'd love to see Louie get another one. I mean, the poor guy's been runner-up yeah. six times in majors. But, you know, Jordan Spieth has opened with 65 or better three times now. And the previous two times, 2017 is at Burkdale where he hoisted a Claret Jug, and the other was 2015 at Augusta where he won in record fashion. So, uh, you know, Spieth looks like he's back. He's smiling, having a good time. I, I, I like Jordan. 
Yeah, I'm with you. That's my guy, too. Yeah. So, all right, bud. Enjoy the weekend. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. There you go. Jeff Babineau joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll take a short break. Caddy next as we continue Open Championship Edition of Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks to Jeff Babineau for weighing in, and we appreciate him taking some time. Thanks to you as well. Let us know what you think. At Real Golf is where you can uh, leave a comment, um, follow us along, join the conversation, even when we're not doing the show. Time to welcome in America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. (laughs) 
And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Pat Caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio and uh, really stirred it up last week, didn't he, Bob? Everybody wanted to know what statement... The caddy will never forget. Uh, we simply had to just kind of say, bleep it out. Sorry. But, you know, the interesting thing is, I think Jimmy Roberts was listening to our show last week because, you know, we were talking about streakers and he had one of his old little segments about it with uh, Peter Jacobson caddying that guy on the green, huh, caddy? Tackling the guy? Yeah. Caddying. Yeah, tackling. That's, that's, that's the better than most of uh, streaking. No question. Well, thanks for the little tease you threw out there. It made it for kind of a fun week. Well, I once every few years, you know, if you if you if you keep firing up the shot, sooner or later you're going to make one. I like it. Just keep shooter. Shooter's got to shoot, right? Yep. Shooter got to shoot. So, Caddy, uh, it has been a relatively benign weather week so far at Royal St. George's, and the guys are tearing it up. They are taking it apart. Well, it got soft. They had a lot of rain. It got soft. There's no wind. Now, the rough's real thick, but uh, you know the old saying, when the course is soft, see you later. Yeah. Those guys will shoot low. I don't care how tough the rest of it is. They'll shoot low when the ball's not running. It, it started to pick up a little bit of speed. Uh, I, they were showing a Lowry hit a shot. Uh, I think it was on the 14th or 15th hole today, um, and he had 50 yards of 50 yards of rollout. Um, they're saying the fairways are getting a, a little bit faster now, and should be for the next two rounds. But still, the greens are very receptive. I got to tell you, the, is there anyone in golf who has better hair? Then the greenkeeper <laughs> at Royal St. George's. That guy was unbelievable. He's a he's a legend, man. He's a legend, and what he a, loves it. He's awesome. Oh, he just loves it. He loves it. No, the uh, yeah, I, he he predicted that it'll get a little more fiery as the weekend approaches. But eh, you know, the one cool thing about the Open Championship is that um. They just really play it for how they just kind of walk up and open the door and say, let's go play. They, they yep. just play the course. They don't care if it's soft and they're going to shoot a hundred under. They don't really care if it's windy and brutal and everybody shoots 80. They're fine with that. They just, they kind of let nature dictate things. And you know, it's like that old saying, don't fight the fed. Well, maybe you don't fight mother nature. Mm. They've, they've been around for a long time over there, a lot longer than we have. They're much, much older than we are. So they know things. You're suggesting they're wiser we as well. I didn't say anything about that. Mm, mm, okay. Hey, I'm speak- referring, referring to the body of knowledge, mm. Mr. Taylor, the body of knowledge. So speaking of 80, uh, how surprised were you to see Phil just completely lose it this week? Well, the problem is, that's a tough course for Phil um, because the penalties for missing it off the tee are, are brutal. I think he missed a lot of putts, though, mostly in the first round. But 
And and granted, he did win at Muirfield, which is ridiculously penalocracy. So go figure. But look, I I didn't realize that Phil Mickelson has the second most second place runner finishes in major championship history with eleven. Um, which for me elevates his position uh, in the greatest golfers of all time list. I did not realize he had 11 seconds. That's uh, really something. And Jack had how many? 19. Yeah. There you go. Now, Jack, Jack, when you put Jack's major championship record up, it's it's as, as was said in the Princess Bride, inconceivable. <laughs> wow, the Sicilian gets a cameo here. Inconceivable. Never, never, never start a land a war in Asia. No, well, the land war. No, it's the don't don't get in a in a death match with a Sicilian. It's something like that. That's a great line too that I obviously yeah. don't have. Off the yeah, top the, of the my first mind. thing he says is there's two rules, and the first is never get in a land war in Asia, and the second is never right. go up against a Sicilian when death is on the line. Yeah. You know, Bob, he said that with the right voice inflections and everything. That was he I did. almost went yes. to the laugh, but I decided that was enough. We'll move on. What do you like about the leaderboard? We've talked about Ooze days, and we've talked a little bit about Spieth, but but guys have made moves in the second round with Dustin Johnson, Kepka, Rom, Finau. Um, those guys are the, are the cream of the crop that are up there right now. It's going to be a pretty good weekend, don't you think? Yes, and you fully expect Louis to be there right at the end. Um, yeah, but gosh, we got a long way to go. Morikawa, Morikawa could potentially be. You know, is he going to be the guy who wins five, six, seven, eight majors? He he sure looks like he might. Um, Speed, boy, is Speed back? He's been threatening being back, and maybe he's back. Looks um, like it. Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be fun, Louis. Boy, Louie's got a – you got to think Louie's going to get another one in the in the trophy collection, though. And uh, he's looking – boy, he's looking good. But that, we, that's why they play 36 more holes, though. You don't know. Louie's one for six in converting 54-hole leads to victory. So my suggestion is, is he's one back. Might be good for him uh, going into Sunday. That might just, you know, play the odds, right? And uh, as you said, he, he just picked up his sixth runner-up in a major. Um you know, Tory Pines uh, a month ago. So he's the 14th player to record six or more runner-ups in major championships. Uh, the, the other guys that are around there, I mean, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson. I mean, they're, Brooks a little further down, but DJ's right there, and, and he's had success on this golf course. I think there's a lot of guys that are taking advantage of these conditions to find their form, and th- these golf courses maybe speak to this part of it. They're just a little bit... That in some ways they're a little bit easy when the weather's down and guys are, are finding some life. They are there. Justin Leonard had a good line to, on the uh, golf channel. He said, uh, he said that the open courses require weather to make them tough. And mm-hmm. that's true because, because if you made them tough without the weather, you'd have Carnoustie from mm. the Paul Laurie, John Vandeveld year. That was tough. Right with no weather, but, but it's rare. It's, yeah. That's gosh. When you gotta, you gotta prepare for a 35 mile an hour wind and be playable. Right. So you gotta have room to play shots. You gotta have slower greens. I still think the guys, 
I think the guys make a lot of putts on the slow greens. I know they get frustrated by them, but I, I think they make a lot of putts on the slow greens. Yeah, they do. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think? You can, uh, what do you think the winning score is going to be? Norman shot uh, thirteen under par and ninety three, and other than that, it's only been five under par is the lowest. Do you think it's it's going to get over thirteen? Can it get to eighteen or nineteen? Maybe. Are, what I don't know the weather prediction. Are we pre- predicting calm? Can, calm calm wind. Calm. Yeah, I think I'm looking at. Uh, I think we're looking at sixteen. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. But yeah, it, it's going to be low. It's not, I, I can't see it being, there's so many guys in there. You, you can't imagine it being 14 even having a chance right now. Yeah. So uh, it's got to be pretty low. But who knows? Yeah. How low can they go? How low yeah. can they go? Yes, Bob. That should be a thing. That should be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that might be a saying for sure. Hey, uh, what, what were your thoughts on uh, on Bryson and his comments, you know, kind of throwing his, his manufacturer under the bus after the first round? Yeah, well, it's uh, almost shocking to hear someone who's sponsored say something like that, not even having the whatever wherewithal to consider that's just a total lack of emotional control or emotional maturity um which was pointed out i think by the company um he did apologize um look it's 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 a problem area for bryson it's a big problem area that's he's got many wonderful qualities he's he's probably the hardest worker i've ever seen in my entire time around pro golf I don't think VJ could outwork. I don't think Ben Hogan and VJ together and Padre could outwork Bryson. You Whoa. can't work harder. You can't care more. You can't want it more. Um, he's got great physical talent. He's good at exploring all kinds of things. But that's a real unfortunate problem area for him. And I hope he figures it out. It's, it's a shame. And look, I mean, some people, some people can't control themselves mentally and some people can and you know maybe he has a way to do it maybe he doesn't I hope he figures that out yeah um but look he's overall picture Bryson's wonderful for the game he brings lots of eyeballs in he's exciting to watch he's I mean there's he's he's very unique and and he's 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 great for the game but that's just you know every once in a while it's just like oh how did you do that you know oh gosh uh, you know, so look. Um, the problem with that is, if your game goes away, the whole world's going to abandon you immediately. So I, you know, hopefully that won't happen. Yeah, disappointing. It's disappointing to hear that. Yeah, indeed. Well, Caddy, thanks for the insights and thanks for the time. Enjoy the weekend of the Open. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the Caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll take a short break. Wrap up hour number one next, right here on Real Golf Radio. 
Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future. But we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at CasbyRealEstate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y RealEstate.com. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio with brian and bob thank you so much to the caddy as well as jeff babineau for joining us here on our number one of our open championship edition of real golf radio appreciate their insight and a little bit of fun that we had we're going to go uh, a little bit different direction coming up on the back nine hour number two we'll get further into the leaderboard the chasers who what we expect in this golf course as well as welcome in captain james peacock now we call him captain because he used to run the ship for the bbc golf coverage at all the major championships and european tour events and we were fortunate enough to spent some time with him uh he looked us up online and uh got in contact with us and we uh, forged a good friendship and did a lot of work together for many years and he's since left the bbc but uh, a really good chap and uh we haven't talked to him for a bit so we thought we'd get his take on the open 
from uh, somebody that's over there, a resident not too far away. So James Peacock joins us and much more as we continue on hour number two of our Open Championship edition of Real Golf Radio. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The White House is holding a COVID-19 press briefing. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Dr. Rochelle Walensky says that more outbreaks of the coronavirus are happening where people are not vaccinated. There is a clear message that is coming through. This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We are seeing outbreaks of cases in parts of the country that have low vaccination coverage. Walensky saying the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are the most effective after having two shots. Charges are being brought against three people in connection with the boat accident that killed 17 people in southwestern Missouri. The 17 people were aboard the Ride the Ducks tourist boat when it sank in Table Rock Lake in July of 2018. The charges include first-degree and voluntary manslaughter and then were filed against the captain, the general manager, and the manager on duty. USA Radio News. America's military is under attack from the woke anti-Christian far left. Even our top generals are ignoring the threat. Now, Grant Stinchfield exposes the real dangers. Tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on Newsmax. Stinchfield and Newsmax are telling you the truth about the far left's real agenda and Joe Biden's policies. That's why millions are tuning into Stinchfield and Newsmax. And Newsmax is the only major news network carrying President Trump's rallies live. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your operator doesn't carry it, call them, tell them you want it, or you can switch. Watch Newsmax on most streaming systems like Roku, Samsung, LG, Pluto, Zumo, and more. Plus, download the free Newsmax app on your phone and start watching now. Newsmax has become one of America's biggest news networks, as Americans like you switch to a trusted news source. Every weeknight, watch great shows with Grant Stinchfield, Greg Kelly, Cortez and Pellegrino, Rob Schmidt, and a lot more. Newsmax is real news. Watch it. The Pentagon says 70% of active duty service members have received at least one dose of a coronavirus vaccine. The Department of Defense saying 62% of active duty members are fully vaccinated. In a video on social media, former Raytheon executive, now Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, says it will take all of us to control the virus. A recent European Union court ruling has many thinking the decision could lead to discrimination. The European Union Court of Justice ruled that private employers can prohibit headscarves if it's part of a comprehensive ban on all religious and political symbols in relation to a policy on neutrality. The decision, part of a case brought by two Muslim women working in Germany, reaffirmed a similar decision in 2017. Critics say the rules are discriminatory and target those practicing Islam. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, I'm Wendy King. You're listening to USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. 
Illegal immigrants are continuing to come to the United States-Mexico border at a rapid pace to give themselves up and be apprehended, with no signs of slowing down. Florida Republican Congressman Kat Kamek joins Fox Business saying the amount of drugs being brought into the country is outrageous. If you just look at the narcotics alone, the fentanyl that has been seized at the border, the, just the stuff that has been seized, it's enough to kill every man, woman, and child in the state of Florida nine times over. This is a crisis of epic uh. proportions. Kamek continues by saying so much money is going toward the border without the problem being solved. This is the most expensive welcoming party, welcome to America party that we have ever seen. You have National Guard, you have Border Patrol, you have Texas DPS all standing on the banks. Family heirlooms, religious items, and more things are being found in the rubble of the Champlain Towers south in Florida. Miami-Dade Police Director Freddie Ramirez says crews are cataloging everything to return to survivors and family members. That's their closure. That's, that's so important for the family. That's their sense of they have something. For, or the people who lived in the front building are getting some of their belongings back. The Commerce Department says retail sales jumped 0.6% in June. That's way better than the nearly half percent drop economists were expecting. More news can be found online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now, the back nine. Where business gets done. Where majors are won and boys become men. One day you'll get it. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on the Real Golf Radio Network. Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two of the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us weekly right here on the show, however you're accessing it, on SiriusXM, one of our affiliate radio stations, or any of the podcaster sites. You can also hit us up on Twitter, at RealGolf, and we'll post every one of our shows and interviews there for you to listen at your convenience. Jeff Babineau and America's Favorite Caddy joined us on hour number one. If you missed that, find it there. Also coming up here on the back nine, we'll welcome in Captain James Peacock. Well, he's just James Peacock. We call him Captain. That's what they call him, Cap over there. Or Cap. Yeah. Yeah. For short. I mean, this is the guy that ran the ship for the BBC golf coverage for years and a good friend of ours. Uh, we thought we'd check in with him and get his take on what's been happening with uh, sport over there in the UK, as well as his thoughts leading up in this weekend at the Open Championship. So he grew up not too far from, from there, but has moved further north now uh, where he lives closer to some of the other golf courses in the rotation, yep. like uh, 
Liverpool and such. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, it's always good. Hopefully we'll get a little bit of culture uh, in there with Captain Peacock coming up here in just a little bit. Well, Bob, uh, the leaderboard is one that you would hope for. Big names at the top and guys that seem to be finding their form at the right time. Really yeah. nice looking leaderboard. I, I, I get it. The scores are low. The winds are down. The weather's benign. But even that all said, it is it is it's a great-looking leaderboard, and, and we get to see how it all plays out. It might be a bit of a shootout. Nevertheless, they're playing the same golf course, so we'll see who plays it best. Yeah, they're going to have to really um, – if you want to get in position, uh, you're going to have to really take it low today to uh, give yourself an opportunity to get up in contention, but also you know an opportunity to possibly uh, extend your lead or take over the lead. So um, it, it is definitely going to be moving day today. And it's going to be fun to see how everything shakes out after 54 holes. Do you suspect that there'll be some adjustments to maybe some pin placements? Or might they actually speed the greens up a little bit, knowing that they don't expect the high winds? I don't know that they they will speed the greens up. Um, I think they will just make the golf course, you know, less water on the course, that kind of thing. Just make it harder and faster, um, more fiery. And, uh, and hope the scores go up a little bit from that. Okay, well, we'll see how it does shake out. But again, you've got a great-looking leaderboard with some big names there at the top of the leaderboard. And Louis Oosthuizen at 11 under par. Colin Morikawa at 9. Jordan Spieth at 8. Dustin Johnson there at 7. We'll see how it all shakes out on the 149th weekend of the Open Championship. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you think chrome soft This ball really does change everything. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. 
Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf-designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. This segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. More when it comes to major championships, WGCs, and tours worldwide, more players choose Odyssey than any other putter in golf. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. And we thank you for joining us each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Open Championship Edition. Bob, this is how it went down for me, and I think it was pretty similar for you. I stayed up mountain time here, so we're seven hours behind the local time there for the Open. And I stayed up till 11.30 my time. Watched yep. the opening tee shot, which was great to see Richard Bland out there. And I was like, wow, look at it. It's sunny. It's fairly calm. I see some blue skies. Looks like good scoring conditions. Tweeted it out. Set my alarm for 5 a.m. and went to sleep. And then somehow got woken up at around 3.30. Mm-hmm. Checked the app and the leaderboard. Saw Spieth was making some birdies. And I'm like, ah, screw it. I'm getting up. And so I, I literally slept for about three and a half hours. And it's really thrown the rest of my week off. I, I'm not very good on that little <laughs> sleep. And, and yet I, I, was, I, was in, I was enthralled, man. It was fun to watch. It felt like it was exciting and action-packed. And Jordan was just doing Jordan things again, making putts from long distance and smiling. And, you know, he was also talking to his ball and, you know, complaining, and then it would end up to like 12 feet from the hole. And, and when guys are kind of getting in that zone, especially a guy like Jordan Spieth, yeah. and he's rolling the rock and not getting himself in trouble, man, I, I just, you just have to look at it and say, man, it might be his time again. You know, uh, I, I just – he's putting extremely well, but he, he blows me away with his golf swing and the shots that he's been hitting um, to get the ball close to the hole to make all those birdies to get to 11 under par. Um, he's only made, what, one bogey? Um, and um, he, it's, it's, a, it's a stripe vest off the tee with the driver. He's just hitting right down the middle of the fairway, uh, avoiding all the pot bunkers avoiding the hazardous rough and uh, the big, tall, wispy stuff. It's, uh, it's pretty fun to watch. Speaking of that, let, let's go. And by the way, it feels like when he's leaning, the ball mm-hmm. ends up in the fairway also. So it's the same kind of thing, whether he's talking to it into the green or yeah. leaning off the tee. You know, he, he hasn't really put him, as you said, has not gotten himself in trouble off the tee, which no. is important here. Uh, might be really the only thing you have to do. Uh, with the weather down, is just don't drive it in the big and heavy stuff. Otherwise, or the you know the pot bunkers, which which can get you. But what do you think about this golf course, Royal St. George's? We touched on it a little bit in hour number one. 
you know, you and I are both fairly critical of it because of yeah. the quirky nature, the seemingly unfair nature of the golf course, mean that, you know, you both two people can hit the same spot in the fairway and one goes straight, one goes into a into a pot bunker or the rough. And then, you know, we hear from the head greenkeeper that they actually extended the first cut of rough out. So it pushes that hay back further away, meaning that if you do hit the fairway, even if you get a quirky bounce, you're going to end up in a playable spot. You're going to be in rough, right. but not can't find my ball or advance it type of rough. And to me, that makes all the difference. So to this point in time, I, I get it. Jeff Babineau said it's a little too benign. He wants to see some more winds. He wants to see some more weather. He likes the umbrellas turning inside out, which I said I didn't like so much. But nevertheless, I, I my stance on St. George's has softened the way I'm seeing it play now. Even if it did have wind, it feels like it's set up better and, and a little bit more fair test. And to me, that's why I think you're seeing some of the bigger names, more recognizable names at the top of the leaderboard early. Yeah, it, you know, I, I think... You know, back when Ben Curtis won it in 2003, I, th- I think the thing that, that kind of drew us off of this venue and this course was that it was it was kind of burnt out and, and not a lot of grass on it because of some bad weather conditions that they've been having. And this golf course is totally different than that. This golf course, um, as you said, um, is, is lusher. Uh, it's, got, it's got green grass. Um, it's, um, a course that guys are scoring well on. Um, and I think the setup, as you talked about is much more friendly to this type of, um, play and situation on this golf course, which can be really extreme if it goes the other direction. So I'm, I, I like it. I like the way it's, it's setting up so far. I like the way it looks. I like the way guys still have to hit it in the fairway and there's what there's a whole bunch of blind tee shots on this golf course mm-hmm. so you've got to have good really really good lines uh off the tee to uh to hit the ball in the best positions to be able to score but i i just i just like the way this one's playing compared and it's totally turned me 180 from what we were talking about just a week or so ago. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So Louie and Spieth in round one, Morikawa joining the mix in round two. Scoring mm-hmm. records are falling everywhere. Um, you know, and, and when you look at the actual numbers, again, 129 is the lowest championship um, score, in, op- open championship score for the first 36 holes. So it's the second lowest in major championship history. When you want to look at uh, the, the, the open championship, you got what Louie is doing right now. Brant Snedeker and Nick Faldo both shot 130. Snedeker did it in 2012. Faldo did it in 92 and won. Snedeker finished tied for third. Uh, Morikawa, you're looking, you're looking at lowest 36-hole scores. Morikawa mm-hmm. with his 131. We'll see. Adam Scott also shooting 131 in 2012. Ended up finishing second. I think that's the year Ernie Els won. Am I right? 2012. Uh, that is correct. Yeah, kind of broke. Uh, yep. Kind of broke Adam Scott's heart there. Ernie felt bad about that. So. Yeah. And then Bob, when you look at the major championships, you know, there's there's a lot of guys that have that have shot some low scores, and you know, more of them went on to win than not. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, four out of seven uh, went on to win. And uh, the ones that that haven't are Gary Woodland, who finished tied for sixth at the 2018 PGA Championship. Uh, Brant Snedeker, the 2012 Open Championship, finished tied for third. And, of course, Louis Oosthuizen, who is 129 now, 
um, and that's yet to be determined. So most of the guys that are are leading after 36 holes, when they shoot the scores that they're shooting right now, have a pretty good chance to win. Yeah, Brooks, uh, the 2019 PGA, 128 stands as the record. Louis just won back. But you talk about those other winners, Jordan Spieth, 2015 Masters, Keimer, the 2014 Open, and Faldo, the 92 Open, all those scores coming at 130. You know, we talk about Jordan Spieth and what he has done. He's only shot, he shot 65 or better three times now to open a major championship. The first time he did it was in 2015, and he won the Masters in record fashion. Yeah. Second time was in 2017 at Birkdale, and he hoisted the Claret Jug at the end of the week. What will he do this week? Uh, I mean, you know, I love to kind of get into the stats and the numbers, and that's one that's, that I, is intriguing to me. But we'll see. I mean, you just pointed out Louie. You know, he's there at 129. You know, the only, the only other player that shot sub-130, as you pointed out, is Brooks, and he won the 2019 PGA. That was right. in St. Louis, I believe. So, so we'll see how it all plays out. But uh, nevertheless, good scores to be had all around. And uh, Louie with uh, six runner-up finishes in majors. Let me just ask you this real quick, Bob. Mm-hmm. From Louie's standpoint, having those six runners-up, I guess it's a similar question we used to ask about Phil Mickelson in the U.S. Open. Is that a positive or a negative where Louie stands at this point in time? I look at it as a, as a positive because he's been there a mm-hmm. lot, so he knows what it's going to be like, uh, especially over the final 36 holes. So um, I, I would work that into being able to, I think, close the deal this time around. But the thing that he's got is Morikawa, Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, and John Rahm. Those guys have combined for 11 major wins since 2015. So he's got guys behind him within six shots of him right now with 36 holes to play. They're going to be pushing hard on the pedal and coming after them. Wow, six guys with 11 wins in major championships in the last six years, and they're all within six strokes of the lead. We'll see how it all shakes out. And coming up next, we're going to head over across the pond and welcome in Captain Peacock. Can't wait. Fun visit with Captain Peacock next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through 
through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at hoopsvision.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on our Open Championship edition of Real Golf Radio. Of course, the 149th Open being played this week in Sandwich, Kent, England. Royal St. George is hosting for the 15th time and uh, certainly a different look this year. No doubt about it. Greener grass, as we've talked about, and substantially lighter winds and nicer weather. It almost looks a little more like Hilton Head, South Carolina over there than it does uh, Royal St. George's. Nevertheless, uh, uh, the guys are putting on a great show over there as the third round is underway. And joining us right now is our good friend. We wanted to, you know, it's more than just golf when you go to the Open Championship. It's about the, the difference in culture. It's the only major championship that's played outside the United States. It's different type of golf. It's different type of culture. And uh, we, we thought, you know what? Let's reach out to our good friend. We just call him Captain Peacock. James Peacock joining us right now from somewhere over in the UK. Hey, Cap, how are you, bud? I'm very well, boys. It's good to talk to you again. It's been a while, and uh, it's great to be back on with you, see Legends. Well, I, Legends is going a bit far. That just means we've been no, we're, no, we're kind of old, I mean, right? I think I think it's I think it's pretty fair. I mean, you know, I've known you, I've known you for I've known you for a number of years, and I can categorically say that you are both two absolute legends. Well, that's very kind of you. You know what? Uh, James is one of the guys. He reached out to us. He found us on you know, the, the podcast sites and different things. And, and we did a, bu- a bunch of stuff with the BBC over the years when, uh, when James was producing all the golf broadcasts and things like that. And, uh, he's just, we, they just call him cap because he runs the show and he's, he's underrated. We always felt like he was underrated. He never got a voice. And so we had him on a couple of times and it's been a few years. So we thought we'd reach back out, but uh, I mean, the guy is not without the credentials to, to talk some golf. He's been to all the great places. Um, by the way, we, we had Ian, on last week 
And he was, uh, we asked him if it was, if he was struggling with the whole England, uh, soccer, the Europe, Euro, European, uh, cup, uh, the Euro cup there. And uh, he, he revealed that he's a Scotland fan. So he, he was fine with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Of course he did. I mean, listen, <laughs> Ian, Ian Carter has a season ticket at Leicester City Football Club. So, uh, Leicester City is bang in the middle of England. So, on the one hand, he supports Leicester City, and then the other hand, he's a Scotland fan. I mean, it, I mean, come on, it, it sums him up. But I mean, listen, it's been a couple, it's been a difficult, it's, it's been a, it's been a testing couple of weeks over here in uh, in England after that rather disappointing end to the Euros uh, last Sunday, actually. Um, but look, we, you know, we need to we need to have a healthy dose of perspective in all of this because the England football team. Um, has been kind of, well, I mean, what's the best way to describe it? But, I mean, we've always had amazing players, uh, but we've never had anything resembling a decent team for the best part of my life. You know, the last time we did pretty much um, anything of note in a tournament in my upbringing was 1996. I know we got to the final of the, uh, the semi-finals of the World Cup in 2018, but we had a pretty easy run there. Um, so actually to get to the final was quite a, you know, it was quite a kind of, you know, it was a, a monumental sort of achievement for the England football team to actually, you know, get to the last stage of the tournament and compete. Um, but it, it was, it was a crazy night, but we kind of took the lead after two minutes, which no one was expecting. Then everyone got a bit giddy. Then Italy just started slowly just sort of, you know, kind of squeezing the life out of us and we didn't really know what to do next. And then, lo and behold, as is our want, we lose on penalties. <laughs> um, and if you look at England's exits from major tournaments over the years, it is nearly always on penalties. Mm. Interesting. Hey, Cap, um, here in a couple of days, your country's going to open up. How exciting is that going to be, especially um, with sport, um, with too bad it wasn't a week earlier with the Open Championship, but also with rugby and everything else. Yeah, it's really, I mean, listen, I, I think we're not alone, aren't we? It, it makes such a huge difference when you can get crowds back in and you can see, you know, at, at Royal St. George's this week, they're letting 32,000 a day in and it, it it just makes such a, such a massive difference. And I've spent the last couple of years actually working in professional sport and we've been working through the challenges of COVID um, here and playing games in front of empty stadiums. And, um, you know, we're at a stage now where the moment, you know, as soon as we can get crowds back in and we can, we can start getting out to the restaurants and stuff in town. It was just, you know, it's, 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 it's just going to make such a massive difference. And it's funny, isn't it? You just kind of get into a habit of your environment where, you know, you kind of become a bit more sheltered and you don't go out and you don't do all these things. So, it's almost kind of relearning that process and getting back out in the open world. And, you know, we're lucky. We're in the middle of a heat wave here at the moment. You know, we've got kind of 20, you know, I mean, I say heat wave, but I mean, it's like 25, 26 degrees here, you know, and it looks like it's going to be some good weather for the next couple of weeks, particularly up in the northwest here. And, um, you know, we just can't wait for everything to open up and get back to get back to normal. Well, as much as normal can be at the moment, we, we, we just can't wait to get back to normal i had my second vaccination jab today actually so that's uh that's pretty decent timing for me 
Captain Peacock joining us over from the UK. So uh, 2026, we're talking about 70 to 76 degrees on the weekend Fahrenheit uh, for those of us that uh, <laughs> kind of keep track of it that way over here. But it is going. Uh, it, yeah, it, sure. It's not really a. I don't know. Is it? Is it? Is it not a proper? Open championship uh, over there with the way the weather's going. I mean, we're we're used to some serious train wrecks at Royal St. George's, and it's very very tame this week. The grass is green, soft. The winds are down, and uh, players are out there in short sleeves and lighting it up. Are are you okay with the way they're attacking and kind of destroying Royal St. George's at the moment? Yeah, I I, I mean, I am. Um, you know, I I think at the start of the week the idea, I mean. The forecast was very much for pretty high winds, actually. They were thinking it was going to be 25 miles an hour right. for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that's, that's the indicators that we had that, you know, the wind was going to blow and it was going to be very difficult. But listen, you know, these things are always changeable, aren't they, with these majors? And all you need to do is look at the, look at the state of the leaderboard. And you've got a great tournament that's just unfolding in front of us at the moment, isn't it? And I think there's a real kind of breadth of different players at the top of there. You know, um, I mean, it's it's great to see Jordan Speed back up there, particularly, you know, we were talking earlier, me and a few friends of mine over here about, you know, US players that you can really root for. And Speed and Kepka are basically out on their own. And, you know, underneath that, there's a kind of handful that you think, are all right, Justin Thomas is in that mix. And then underneath that, you've got the rest of them, like, you know, DeChambeau and Reed, and, you know, all the rest. But I think that, that, that top 10, that top 20 leaderboard is a really interesting mix of players. And I think actually, you know, take the weather out of it and take, you know, take, the, take all those kind of elements out of it that you'd normally expect at an open. You've got a great leaderboard that's tight and it's going to be a fascinating weekend. Hey, Cap, you mentioned something. So you're sitting around with your buddies, and you're talking about which American golfers that you can root for, that you can like. And you mentioned Spieth and Brooks. So, uh, And then you threw DeChambeau <laughs> down the list with Patrick Reed. So I'm guessing – so I'm curious, how is this whole thing playing out, the Brooks and DeChambeau? How is that whole thing playing out over there in the U.K.? Well, I mean, we'll all have seen the – uh, relationship these two have developed on social media over the past few weeks. And I can tell you that amongst my circle of friends in the UK, that is golden content and people are absolutely loving it. <laughs> and they're definitely erring on the side of Brooks because his reaction to, you know, his reaction to December is a very British reaction. And I, I don't know. I don't know what it, you know what I mean. You know, the, the image of him rolling oh, yeah. his eyes as DeChambeau walked past. Like that has gone, I mean, that that has been forwarded to me on WhatsApp groups by various, I mean, probably five or six times in various different groups. So it is a topic of conversation. And actually, as I was saying to you before I came on, you know, I coach a lot of rugby teams up here. And, you know, one thing that really gets people generating interest and talking um, on those groups is around the majors on who we're who we're betting on and who we're doing you know who you know what we're doing around that sort of stuff and um, you know the Kepka Deschambeau conversation never stops and we're just thinking why wouldn't the RNA just put them out together in the same group and just yeah. you know just just let them go for it it would just be great TV wouldn't it but uh, <laughs> over here certainly it is I mean we're very much in the Kepka camp I've got to say. 
Um, you know, outside of all the Brits, so outside, you know, take take Tommy Fleetwood and the rest of the gang out of it. We're very much in the Spieth Kepka uh, camp, and I think Spieth obviously winning in 2017. That really, the way he did that, I think on that back nine yeah. with Kucha, I think that really struck a note with British golf fans, and I think people that were there will just remember that forever. We were there, so I, I mean, I remember it. I was working at the event, yeah. and I think, um, you know, I think. The way he did it and the style in which he did it and the way he held himself has just given him a massive amount of currency with British golf fans. So they absolutely love him. Um, and I think, you know, I think Thomas will get there as well in the end. But I think, you know, British golf fans love Jordan Spieth. So to see him up there, you know, going into the weekend is, is massive and it's really exciting for everyone there. Well, you know, he's got a pretty impressive um, resume there in the British Open Championship, first time he played it, or well, since the first time he played it, he hasn't finished worse than 44th. And even though he was going through his slumps and all that kind of thing, he made the cut every year. He's seven for seven for making cuts. And, you know, and here he comes back, he wins this year, and now he's playing extremely well. He's smiling. I love it because he's smiling. Uh, he's been smiling this whole week. Um, he's loving um the situation and and loves the feel of coming there to play. It's uh, it's really cool to see him right up there at the top of the leaderboard. But who else do you think has a chance this week, um, in your view, to uh, to put the to put the heat on and get up there in the mix tomorrow? Well, I, yeah, I think I think um, well, just 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 picking up on speed, Bob. I think you know. I mean, I think yeah. you're right. I think he. I think. He just loves playing Lynx golf. And I think that kind of, I mean, I don't know, look, I'm speculating, but I think it just kind of takes his, it takes his mind away from some of the technicalities of his game and stuff like that. And it, it kind exactly. of really sort of unlocks his creative potential and stuff like that. And I think, you know, that really helps him. And I think he just loves playing Lynx golf and enjoying the game. And I think you can see that. Um, so clearly, I think, you know, those up there at the moment, I'd like him to do really well and feature on Sunday. But I think, you know, Ustazen's another. He's got a really strong track record in Open Championships and has competed at, you know, at the top for a long time. Got a great swing, got a good power game, putts well. I mean, I, I heard earlier that he's, he's I think, in, is, he, is his putting stats number one on PJ Tour this year? Um, yeah, he's right which, up in the top five. Okay, yeah. so, I mean, you know, I mean, if you've got his, if you've got his accuracy off the tee, you've got his strong iron game and you're passing really well, I mean, he's going to take some catching. But I think Morikawa is obviously a really, really good player. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? I mean, some big names up there. I mean, I think looking from a British perspective, Andy Sullivan, he's actually, Andy Sullivan's actually from my hometown. So my hometown is uh, Coventry, which is in the Midlands. And Andy Sullivan is from, from that area. Um, he is a really good player, underrated, really solid game. Um, I mean, whether or not he can see it through to the weekend, I don't know. But I think, you know, we're going to see some people move because there's a lot of really good players within touching distance at the top. But I think, you know, the two people that you're going to have to catch are going to be Spieth and Eustace, aren't they, really? Um, and I think, I mean, I don't know. I don't see Eustace. I don't. I just don't see him making many mistakes around that course, which is weird because it's a course that you can quite easily make a lot of mistakes on. But I think, you know, putting the ball in the fairway and playing that course in the fairway, although it sounds pretty obvious, is actually more pronounced 
at somewhere like Royal St. George's where you, you know, you have to hit it in the middle because the rough is so penal. There's loads of blind shots into greens. You know, those are the sorts of things that mess with tall players, like blind shots and from the rough and flyers. They don't like that. And Bryce and Dechambeau spoke about that yesterday. And I think playing that from the fairway is massive. And if Spieth can keep it in the fairway, Spieth's going to have a chance. Because it's not a massively long course, is it? You know, he doesn't no. need to hit driver everywhere. So if he can keep it straight, his putting, you know, on Sunday might come into play. And then, you know, that would be a that would be a grandstand finish. If you had a Morikawa Spieth, you know, kind of head-to-head coming down the stretch with Ustase and close, you know, no one's, no one's worried about that. Even, even though... You know, the crowd there is clearly egging someone like Fleetwood on to do well. I don't think they'd worry about, you know, you know, there'd be a massive buzz around those three coming down the stretch on a Sunday as it looks now. I love it. Captain Peacock joining us here from the UK, talking about the 149th Open Championship. So you mentioned Andy Sullivan, Paul Casey tied for 12th. And then, you know, Danny Willett's in there tied for 17th, which is good to see as well. Justin Rose tied for 24th. But then you slap down, I don't, I don't want to point it out here, but tied for 30, there's a whole lot of uh, English flags there. I mean, we're going Fleetwood, Poulter, uh, Senior, Thompson, Westwood, Rye. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of flags that are tied for thirtieth. But uh, anyway, I when I guess which which you, which English player are you hanging your hat on to maybe not this week, but to be the next guy that's going to step up and and be the big contender in these in these major championships. Oh, that's a really good question, that Brian. I mean, that, what? So the last English winner of the Open would have been what? Faldo, early nineties, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to say Fleetwood because he. I mean, Fleetwood. Uh, I mean, Fleetwood has the he has the kind of trajectory and the track record of competing at majors. I guess recently as an English player, he grew up playing links golf. He's from Southport. You know, he grew up playing that. Those courses on the net uh, on the northwest. Um, I mean, I, I'd say it, I'd say it's going to be him. Um, but but you know, I mean, I mean, who else? Who else? I mean, Westwood knows his way around these places, but obviously he's forty seven, forty eight now. So yeah, he's he, old. You know, he hasn't he, he hasn't got a long run at it. But I mean, you, you'd have to say it's Fleetwood that's going to take it on from an from an English perspective. Um, I mean, it's really good to see Poulter up there. I mean, I think he shot four under today, two under for the tournament. You know, that's good. That's good sort of traction for the Ryder Cup, which is obviously going to pay dividends in September when he beats whichever American they put up against him. <laughs> uh, listen to that. You know, listen to Listen, no one is going to want to play Poulter in the Ryder Cup. Is that true or is that not true? I don't know. I think they'd take him this year. Do you think so? Really? Yes. No, you don't yeah. want to play him there. You don't want to play uh, Ian Poulter plus at the Ryder Cup. Ah, uh, the senior um, Poulter. He's he's not the Poulter. He's senior Poulter. He's not quite there yet, right? I mean, he's not there <laughs> anymore, is he? Really? I mean, but no. Look, he he's he is the he is sort of the. I mean, it's like Patrick Reed. You know, when the Ryder Cup comes around, they're they're just different players, and that's Poulter. Well, yep. quite frankly, that's the entire European team. Uh, so. Um, yeah, somehow they've got it figured out. Hey, Cap, we're up against it. Uh, we're, we gotta, we gotta take a break, but good stuff. We'll have to do a little Ryder Cup banter again here in a couple months. Anytime, man. It's good to talk to you guys again, and uh, and good luck with it all. Love speaking to you. Yeah, you do as well. We'll talk again soon. Cheers. Thanks, Cap.
Take it easy, guys. Bye. There you go. Captain James Peacock joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. He called us legend. He's the legend. And uh, yep. we're, uh, we're just uh, grateful to get to know him over the years and call him a friend. And we haven't seen him in, in so long, but it's great to see him or uh, have him back here on Real Golf Radio. We'll continue talking Open Championship Golf right here on Real Golf Radio. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. 
All right, this segment brought to you by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at this Scottsdale-style resort in the heart of southern Utah. Uh, Tom Weisskopf, 19-hole championship golf course. You got a 36-hole putting course, practice facilities, several pools. Uh, this is just going to be a fantastic. Uh, you got shopping, dining, all right there, a spa, all on site at the all-new Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Check out blackdesertresort.com. All right, thanks to Captain Peacock. I, I enjoy that, you're right? I mean, there's just subtle cultural differences between living yeah. in the UK and living here in the US and it's fun to hear the perspective. I was intrigued and I would have liked to have spent some more time finding out more about the their his perspective on some of the American golfers. Yeah. And I think about how I respond to European players. Yeah, me too. You know, it's at time it was back in the day. Listen, we've been doing the show for 22 years. When we first started, I just wasn't really interested in learning about the European players <laughs> or knowing about the European players or cheering for yep. any European players. Uh, that was diehard Ryder Cup. And you just, you hardly knew them. But the way the tours have melded together over the last decade plus, I mean, Rory McElroy, um, Lee Westwood, Luke yep. Donald, you know, I mean, go back through the list. These players, John Rahm, certainly, obviously, they, they have become part of, American golf because yeah. they take up on their residency on the PGA tour. And so from that standpoint, despite the fact that we cheer against them for the Ryder cup, they become, you know, fan favorites. And it's interesting yep. to hear how the UK fans find their fan favorites amongst the American players, such as Spieth and Kepka. Yeah. And it's pretty funny to, to listen to somebody from across the pond speak about that and then immediately dive right into the Ryder Cup stuff. And I, I, I just can't wait till September rolls around and Ryder Cup comes on and um, we've got a chance to, to get that, uh, that cup back. Um, you know, it's going to be hard fought, but we've got a great bunch of guys right now on the list right now. A lot of guys that are playing good golf, um, a lot of guys that are back on their game. And um, I think it's going to turn out a little bit different this time. I, it feels like the tide has shifted, and yet I say that. I would, But how many times have we gone into a Ryder Cup when the American team has the stronger team, quote-unquote? Yeah. yeah. And they get it handed to them. Yeah. You get guys like Molinari and Fleetwood. Yeah. You know, they, they all of a sudden turn, Molly, turn into Mollywood. Yeah. And they just go absolutely out of their minds, throwing yeah. darts, you know, making putts from three countries away it just mm -hmm. is it's amazing to me how they they rise to the occasion every single time in the last 30 years that i've been watching yeah and that the american team tends to take the Kinda first punch rest on their laurels yes so but speak. but don't you think they feel like they get punched in the face first and then it's about they're a little staggered they're a little yep. dazed and yep. it's like yeah wait a minute I need to gather some strength and rally and try to come back. But at that point in time, it's almost as if they're too wounded or too far back to be able to mount the comeback. Yeah. They need to, they need to go and put their foot on their throat and just keep it there and, and just pulverize them. Cause I, I don't care if it's close. I don't care if it's good matches or whatever. I want to see a U.S. win and I want to see them whitewash them as far as I'm concerned. And, 
like you were talking about, we've got, you know, we've got a great team, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Colin Morikawa, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley. And then the next seven, you got Patrick Reed, Captain America, so to speak, Harris English, Patrick Cantley, Tony Finau, Jordan Spieth, Daniel Berger, Webb Simpson, Scotty Scheffler. We've got, we've got some great players right now, some guys that are playing some great golf um, that are high in the rankings around the world. And those guys need to step it up and play. Yeah, I mean, I look at, you know, Bryson seems to be struggling a little bit. He's maybe at a, I don't know, a little bit of a decision uh, time. I, I think, Yeah. you know, Tony hasn't exactly had his best stuff this year. Um, uh, great to see Morikawa, you know, back in the mix. So I'd love to see back fact that Spieth's back in the mix. Patrick Reed hasn't had his best stuff this year. But, you know, he I, I suspect he'll be much like, what Captain Peacock was referring to, Ian Poulter, when it comes to Ryder mm-hmm. Cups. By the yep. way, did, do you think I answered that incorrectly? Would you be a little nervous taking on Ian Poulter in a Ryder Cup? <laughs> um, you know, he seems to get up for it. Um, he's beat some of the best players. Um, so, yeah, uh, Ian Poulter, he's a he's a guy that thrives on that situation. He seems to be having a decent year, actually. It, uh, it's almost like he's not good enough to win a major, so he thrives on winning Oh, or that, playing well in the that's a that's a little backhanded there, Bob. Uh, well, you're, you're kind of going there with Sergio, they consider, and they consider the the Ryder Cup a major, right? But you, they have to be backed up by their teammates to be able to win it. Oh, then fighting words. go out and win it on their own. Okay, I see Good. what you're doing I'm there. Glad. I see I'm what glad. you're doing there. You know, yep. I mean Westwood, uh, Casey. You know yep. those guys. You know Monty. Those guys Monty. didn't win majors, but they yep. won Ryder Cups. They did. But now you got Rose and Sergio that have gotten majors. Mm-hmm. Henrik's got a major. Yeah. Rom's obviously got a major. So, yeah, yeah a lot of those guys. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, before we get to the Ryder Cup, we got to finish this open yeah. championship. Yeah, no doubt. And, no doubt. yeah, I look, uh, you know, and, that, and you got somebody, you know, in Louis Oosthuizen that is a President's Cup member, not even a Ryder yeah. Cup member. But uh, I, I talked so much about this during the U.S. Open coverage. I'm a big fan of what Louis Louis Tazen's game, uh, his yeah. swing, his demeanor. Um, he's he's not a big guy, and he gets a whole lot out of his golf swing. He just is. It's so pretty to watch, like poetry in motion. It's like art, and he's he's he just seems to put himself in these positions. I I kind of have to cheer for him a little bit. This six times a runner up, and and the one claret jug eleven years ago. I mean, the guy is certainly due, and he's and he knows he's in form. I think he's going to be tough to beat. But I'm a huge, as you know, Jordan Spieth fan, and seeing him continue the year of the comeback and pick up a second Claret Jug would be would be outstanding. It would be outstanding. Um, I, I'm a huge, like you said, huge Jordan Fe- Jordan Spieth fan. Um, I like the way that he speaks, um, that he talks to the media, that he just doesn't give the canned answers. Um, and I, I like that he wears his play a little bit on his sleeve, and um, and I love I love seeing him hit shots, those little skipper shots, and and uh, I love him seeing making those mid range putts and and walking them in, you know, pumping that kind of thing. Um, and you know, he has gone down as far as you know being ranked one number one in the world at one point now he's working his way back up you know got the win this year i i want to see jordan spieth continue on and do more and more 
and uh, have a good chance of winning this weekend. Yeah, no doubt. What do you think about DJ? I mean, he put himself right back into the conversation with a 565 there heading into the third round. Yeah, DJ, uh, I think his, uh, his game is starting to wrap back around to where he wants it. Um, five under par with uh, seven birdies and two bogeys um, in, the, in the second round. Um, I think DJ is going to be tough. This is a golf course where he finished second against um, Darren Clark. Against Darren Clark. Yeah. And uh, so he's playing well once again. And Morikawa, let's not forget, it was uh, yep. barely over a year ago uh, that, yep. in fact, less than a year ago that he won mm-hmm. the PGA Championship uh, there in San Francisco. So um, good young player, lots of good young players up there. And then you never, you never know, Bob, maybe one of these guys will come up and surprise us that we're not even talking about. Yeah. And how far back's too back? Too far back? I think the four under still have a chance. Four under. Okay. All right. They definitely have the opportunity, and this course is set up to go low. We'll take a short break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, guys. BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. It's been a fun show. Thanks to Captain Peacock. Thanks to the caddy as well as Jeff Babineau. If you missed any part of the show, check it out on your favorite podcaster site or follow us on Twitter at Real Golf. Going into this week, Bob, you and I each picked a, a pair of guys. I went with John Rahm and Brooks Kepka. Both yep. those players tied for 12th at 5-under. You had Jordan Spieth, so you're looking pretty good there, sitting yep. in third place at 8-under par, and then Shoffley's at even. Yeah, Shoffley um, just hasn't. He's gone back to the the normal putter and uh, just hasn't really jumped up there. But I'll tell you what, I'm excited about Jordan Spieth and what he has ahead of him today and tomorrow. It'll be fun to see how the 149th Open Championship plays its way out this weekend. Thanks again for joining us. For Dave Glauser, our producer, he's Bob Casper, son of the legendary golfer Billy Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the Open, and we'll talk to you on Real Golf Radio. If you missed something from today's show, you can find it now on iHeartRadio Talk. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk. A special news and update station you control. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7.